Morrison leads off, and he gets plunked first pitch right in the back. This is like five games in a row, right? So there's some yelling across the diamond saying, you guys want to play that way? You can play that way too, right? Like, enough's enough, right? Something's going to go down. Welcome to episode 182 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. The Battle of Alberta might be one of the most heated rivalries in all of pro sports. The Calgary Flames and Edmonton Oilers have hated each other from the very beginning. And that rivalry not only transcends hockey, but sports in general as well. When it comes to baseball, anytime Alberta's two largest cities face each other, it's bound to include some fireworks. Never was that more prevalent than on June 13th, 2006. The Northern League's Calgary Vipers were hosting the Edmonton Cracker Cats at Foothill Stadium when one of the most infamous brawls in baseball history broke out. Of Alberta, baseball style in the Northern League. The second Edmonton pitcher, Reggie Rivard, nails Drew Miller in the back. It looked like nothing was going to happen, but then the bench is empty. Words were exchanged. In the middle of it, the managers, Mike Bush and Terry Bevington, mixing it up. Just about everyone else was, too. Punches thrown, players tossed, and teams were separated, and they got at it again. The game eventually called. It's a story that our Ian Wilson has wanted to tell for a few years now, and he finally put it all together earlier this week on our website. For the podcast this week, we thought we'd start things off with a central piece of that battle. Current Medicine Hat Mavericks owner Greg Morrison was starring with the Cracker Cats after spending the previous season with the Vipers. His time in Calgary came to an unceremonious end, leading to some ill will and several beanballs. Morrison recalled the situation back on episode 156. Yeah, there was a lot of balls back and forth. Uh, you know, as a hitter, I think I got hit a few times. And, and you know, being the former player and, and, you know, getting hits against the old team and that sort of thing. And a lot of that rivalry that, uh, you know, that's born into hockey in Canada, as you know, just mm-hmm. by geography, right? Uh, but, yeah, it was one of those things where uh, a couple balls went back and forth. And I think uh, you probably know Drew Miller, a, a medicine hatter, too, was involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he ended up getting hit in the thigh. And, and uh, you know, once the ball gets hit, a couple guys on each team, it was it was quite the brawl. I think it made, I don't know if it was TSN or Sportsnet, but, uh, you know, that's, that's part of baseball. And, and uh, it was one of those things where, um, yeah, we went at it a couple times out on the field there, and, and uh, I think those teams had a lot of Canadians on each on each team, so mm. uh, I don't think there was too much shine away from uh, from Fisticuffs type <laughs> thing. Another central piece of the story is Reggie Rivard. He was the Cracker Cats starter on that fateful day, and he ended up with the most severe suspension when the dust finally settled, that being 20 games. Here now is the conversation he had with Ian a few weeks back to help craft the retrospective. First of all, welcome to Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. We're working on a story uh, on a very timely uh, look back at uh, the Battle of Alberta baseball style. And um, I, I think you've, you've got some good memories that you can maybe <laughs> share with us on how heated things can get in the baseball realm. So, No, for sure. That was, uh, that was quite the start to that season. Um, and the way it went down was um, Greg Morrison, uh, Medicine Hat product that uh, played in the, the Jays, 
um, system back in the day. He was uh, he was a first baseman with the Vipers for a few years, and uh, needless to say, some stuff went down there, and uh, he didn't go back. And I think we traded for him, but uh, he ended up in Edmonton in uh, 2006. And uh, the first series was was in Edmonton, and he was our cleanup hitter. He had gotten drilled, uh, you know, every game that series. Three three games in a row, there was some bad blood there, and and uh, we had gone back to Calgary, I think, the following weekend, and uh, we had a rookie pitcher on the mound on the Friday night, and. Um, Morrison gets drilled again on that Friday night, hmm. and Bissell, um, the pitcher, he said, "You know, should I should I retaliate? Should I get somebody back?" And I was doing the chart because I was starting the Saturday night game, and I said, "No, you just you throw your game. Um, we'll we'll look after it tomorrow." And um, so, sure enough, uh, first first inning. Um, he, they go, we go three up, three down on top of the first. And I go in the bottom of the first and I get a couple, couple outs and, and drill a guy and, uh, get out of the inning. And then Morrison leads off and he gets plunked first pitch right in the back. This is like five games in a row, right? Yeah. And, uh, so there's some yelling across the diamond saying, you guys want to play that way? We can play that way too, right? Like enough's enough, right? Something's going to go down. And uh, sure enough, go into the, the bottom of the second and uh, get a couple guys. And then Drew Miller comes up and get them uh, well, basically between the numbers and the ball goes uh, through as a big farm boy right he's yes yeah he's strong he didn't really phase him he got hit i think he probably expected it and uh he went to first base ball rolled uh to this i think it was javier ortiz a colombian guy on yep. uh the um the viper a pitcher from the vipers roster it rolled to him i got the ball back and uh from the umpire and then a ball kind of hit me in the foot it rolled from the dugout's direction and I realized, okay, somebody threw this freaking ball back to the, the mound, right? So I picked up the ball, and I walked towards their dugout, and I said, who the F threw this ball? And Ortiz, you know, tapped his chest, and then there was some words exchanged, and then uh, and then shit went down. They, they came out, and so did our bench. And the managers went at it, uh, Bevington and Mike Bush, and I mean, everybody was... It was, it was pretty chaotic as, as baseball brawls can be. Um, so your head's on a swivel and you're, you know, you're trying to protect your teammates. You're in the middle and shit's going on all over the place. Um, so it was, it, it was, I, I mean, people that have seen the video see that it was pretty, uh, chaotic, but it doesn't capture everything. Right. And, right. uh, it was, it was pretty intense, especially, you know, two managers going toe to toe, Terry Bevington being an old school guy and, same with Mike Bush and, and Morrison and Pelsky, all these guys. So then it, it gets broken up and uh, some of the guys are you know getting ejected. We're waiting around the dugouts and, and here comes this Ortiz and he's walking like he's going to head towards their dugout, but he's walking kind of in front of ours close. And I was, I think this was Richmond and, and uh, one other guy, Ortiz was a righty. And he's walking close and it's like, what the hell's... What, 
what is he doing? And he, he suckers me in the side of the head with, uh, with left and I obviously lost track of time and went, <laughs> went ballistic and, and here we go again. Right. And, yeah. uh, yeah, fists are flying all over the place. Um, and then people turn on the video when, you know, the, the sucker punch has already been thrown. So it looks like, okay, we're, we're a bunch of freaking nutcases, right? <laughs> running at them and, yeah. and this and that. And uh, so they turn on the video and that's when they capture guys, yeah, throwing, throwing haymakers and whatnot. Um, ended up... Uh, getting a 20 game suspension yeah you got the worst of it for the suspension i got the worst of it (laughs) i got a 20 game suspension and uh which was ridiculous that's i mean it's a quarter of a season it's like a big leaguer getting 40 games like uh in in a 82 game schedule um and uh ortiz ended up getting 12 and then some other guys got three and four i think bevington got suspended said screw it i'm not going to serve this and and uh he basically he called it quits right yeah um which was unfortunate because he, he was he was an awesome manager players guy um yeah so it was uh it was chaotic <laughs> and, and 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 ridiculous at the same time to get 20 games a guy should have maybe gotten three but at the end of the day i mean you're 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 protecting your teammates yeah right? well, i mean he it needed to stop and uh Morrison didn't deserve what he was getting, and it, it had to come down to okay, let's you know, let's let's finish this once and for all. I, I want to go back. To, I mean, the the two brawls in such a short span is is one of the interesting parts of the the whole experience. But I, I want to get back to the start of it again. Why, what do you think made? Uh, you know, I've met Greg Morrison. He seems like a, a friendly enough, uh, nice enough guy. <laughs> what What do you think made him such a, a target in the lead up to these brawls? Was it a that he was a good player? Was it uh, his departure uh, from from Calgary to Edmonton? What What, what actually? I, you know what? Yeah. Obviously, uh, it's a combination of of both of those. I mean, he was he was a great player. Um, you know, leaving Calgary and coming to Edmonton. I mean, as far as the bad blood there, I I don't know. I don't know yeah. what what went on. You know, in, in that clubhouse the, the year prior, or how it all shifted. And it's frankly, it's none of my business. He was on my team in Edmonton, and and uh, you know they were going at him, and and uh, and needed to to come to an end. I mean, I ended up playing. Uh, for, for Calgary um, the following year, the year after. I had a terrible year in 07 in Edmonton and yeah, signed with the Vipers and, and spent three years with them and, and I played uh, I played for Bush um, after that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I liked him. I did. Like, <laughs> you know, you hear all these stories but uh, he was, yeah, he was fine. He was, you know, yeah, just like Bevington, just old school type guy, and and uh, you know, obviously there was some differences in I don't know in opinions or whatnot, but yeah. uh, played with Morrison, uh, and and I've known Greg for for quite a while, and he's yeah, he's an awesome guy, and a guy that you want to uh, to go to battle with. So yeah. whatever happened in the past, I mean, who knows, right? Like I said, yeah. none of my business, but it. Uh, 
It was, uh, yeah, it was interesting for sure. <laughs> now, did you feel like, I, I'm assuming at that point you just felt, you know what, this is five games in a row or however many times in a row that, that Greg's been, been plunked. Uh, is it just a simple case of you saying, all right, enough is enough. Let's well, let's draw a line here. Was, and, you know, yeah. Like I said, we had a rookie lefty um, on the mound that Friday night when he got drilled the first game in, in Calgary. I hadn't pitched against him the weekend before, and uh, I knew I had the ball the next day. And, and basically, okay, this this is going to happen tomorrow for sure. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen because this is ridiculous. It's it's come too far. Like you know, you don't getting hurt, and if we're not retaliating, I mean, we're we're accepting it, and it, that's not acceptable behavior, right? Yeah. Like it's got to. It's got to come to uh, a clash and, and put it behind us, and that's basically what happened. I mean, after that brawl, it was, it, you know, it was competitive, always is between Edmonton and Calgary, but uh, what needed to be done was done. Yeah. And, and then both teams, you know, could just focus on playing baseball. Yeah. Now, you obviously, you, you, you'd played a, a quite a bit of ball by that point in your, in your life. Uh, how did that rank in terms of some of the uh, the the on-field uh, uh, brawls or fights that you'd been in, involved in uh, leading up to that. You know what? There and 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 over the years there was quite a few. Yeah. Um, but that one, uh, yeah. And I had been suspended in the past as well, but but not to that extent, and not uh, the way that one went down. And to have a, a second one, yeah, that was. That was that's up there for sure because there was you know there was some bloodshed and and a lot of a lot of fists thrown you know a lot of the the baseball brawls are uh, basically a lot of pushing and shoving and stuff right so yeah. when there's fists flying and stuff yeah it's pretty unusual to get two in in such short order as well right where it's you well, get that was, I mean they were you know honestly they were probably about three minutes apart maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like it, it had all gotten busted up, and then, and uh, still to this day, I mean, I, I definitely, uh, it still pisses me off that I was, I was suspended for that time again, like, and that uh, the other guy got twelve. He's the one that threw the ball, yeah, out to me and and hit me, um, not hard. It rolled my direction, but still, it's, I mean, you know, and then uh, the second part of it, while you get suckered, you're, you're not gonna take that you know you're going to do something about it when you hear the the phrase battle of alberta baseball isn't necessarily the the first sport that comes to mind obviously we're we've got the nhl version of that going on and i know i know throughout the province there are uh rivalries in the western canadian baseball league we had the cannons and the and the trappers square off but as far as i can tell that seems to have been like the highest event uh it, between Calgary and Edmonton in terms of baseball animosity uh did did you get a sense of that and did it did it really become this uh i don't know baseball's version of of the battle of alberta after that well for that year yeah you know and and uh things have you know things things aren't the same as they they used to be that's for sure and i mean especially you know even now compared to 10 10 years ago but uh, I remember, uh, I think it was later that summer, 
there's there's a lot of friends, right? You mm-hmm. guys become friends. They played with somebody, this and that. But uh, I remember not. Uh, I never, uh, and not that I wasn't friends with guys on other teams, but after the game, right? After the game, you can be friends or whatever. And during batting practice or whatnot, as far as chatting with other teams and stuff, it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't like that. Right? And I remember a guy coming out. To, to, to batting practice uh, in Edmonton, uh, we were taking BP, and this guy come out. He was a starting pitcher that night. He come out in the street clothes, and he's talking to our bucket guy. And uh, it was basically, you know, take him out for dinner. Like, what are you, what are you doing on the field right now? <laughs> like, this is our batting practice, right? Like, yeah. I get you're a good guy, but I mean, this is still competitive, right? And everybody's different opinion of competitive right may be different right but <laughs> yeah it, it has changed a lot and i mean you look at you know the 70s and 80s and even 90s compared to now it's 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 a different there's that that competition or that rivalry in in, in baseball anyway doesn't seem quite as intense as it used to be right and yeah our world has changed but it uh it's nice to see uh some sparks last night, right? Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, hopefully the Oilers, being an Oilers fan, can yeah. uh, can can change things a little bit, right? Yeah. It's kind of a crazy game and and rough, and yeah. it's it's good to see that uh, that fire, right? And and the the Battle of Alberta, you know, back from the the eighties and early nineties, get uh, started up again. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, did, did you ever run into Javier uh, Ortiz again, or uh, would you have any cross paths with him again, or was that kind of the, no, the end of it? <laughs> no, I don't think he played. Uh, you know, I don't think he was back in in uh, '07. He was yeah. there in '06, and yeah, I yeah. Mean, that being said, I mean he's you know it's probably not a bad thing that that he did what he did. Yeah, um, because it. Uh, it got things over with, right? Because, I mean, how long was that going to go on? Morrison didn't need to get hit by any more baseballs. <laughs> he had a share, so we knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of when, right? Yeah. And and Drew being uh, the tough guy that he is, I mean, he just took it like a man and ran the first, no big deal. You know, probably like a mosquito bite to him. <laughs> You, you mentioned uh, you you played for both teams. You played for Edmonton and and then you played for Calgary. Was it a little weird at, at first uh, crossing over, or was it just kind of whatever? This you know is, what? Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I had uh, I had such a bad year in '07, and and uh, they let me go. Uh, I think in in July or something, and I would have done the same thing. So I was just happy to to get an opportunity to continue playing. Yeah. Um, and uh, got that opportunity in Calgary and met some of the guys that yeah you weren't uh, you know you weren't buddies with at the time but yeah. they're all good guys, right? And and, and did you win a uh, championship as well? Were you on the championship winning? Uh, yeah. 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 We won I think in '09. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, but, uh, no, good memories from Calgary, and, and uh, like I said, a bunch of good guys. Uh, had a lot of fun. I know in talking to, to Drew Miller, he he had had singled you out as, uh, oh, yeah, I still talk to Reg. He's 
really good guy. And, uh, you know, I, I assume you still kind of talk to maybe not all of the uh, players that you used to do battle with, but, uh, you know, some of them. It's a, it's a pretty small oh, yeah, baseball for world. Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, guys like uh, you run into them. I just seen uh, John Heisinger in uh, in Phoenix in February. And, I mean, if I'm in Okotoks or whatever, I'll see uh, Joe Surgent or Lou Pote. And I still talk to Jordy all the time. And, you know, I see J Drew or Jeff Freeborn or any of those guys, right? It's, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you, you went to battle together. And, and you, you kind of you always have that bond, right? So. Yeah. And and you do stay in touch with uh, different guys, or if you haven't and you've seen them, it's like you've seen them yesterday, right? Yeah. And that's the, the kind of the baseball fraternity. It's it's neat that way. You might not see a guy for fifteen years, and all of a sudden you talk to him, and and, it, and that happens as well. Or you go to different parts, or you're traveling, and hey, hey, what's going on? You reach out to a guy and go for a beer or whatever, and it's like you never lost touch. Any uh, parting memories from from those uh, from those two brawls uh, b before we wrap things up? I've got, I've got one more question for you after this, but uh, any other things that stand out either in the melees themselves? I, I assume that gets a bit of a a blur going on <laughs> when you when you recover. You know from... what? It, and and you hardly. I mean, everyone's different, but most of the ones that I've been involved in, I don't uh, I don't remember very much of them. <laughs> And, and you kind of see a video after, you, you might remember bits and pieces, but uh, they are, uh, they're intense for sure. They're, yeah. uh, and, and one thing it, it can do too is, is bring a team uh, closer, yeah. right? Because, uh, you know, everybody's got each other's back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, they, they are, uh, they're, they're interesting for sure. Can't, can't really say that they're they're fun, <laughs> but uh, they're they're intense, and, and you never know. You know, there, there's guys out there that are yeah. that are looking for to, to cheap shot people, right? And that's never good. Do people still bring it up to you? Uh, apart from me calling you, you know, calling you out of the blue oh, here? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. guys, I mean, you know, I've I've been involved in uh, in coaching for well for all the years that I played like in the off season and uh since I stopped playing and after 2010 uh my son's going through it he's uh he's second year peewee now yeah. but uh, been involved in his teams and, and running camps and this and that and guys will get wind of it and <laughs> they'll youtube youtube it and holy shit Reggie that was you and, <laughs> Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> and basically, uh, yeah, it comes down to what you got to do, what you got to do to to protect your teammates, right? You guys are a family, and that's what it's all about. It's not about trying to pick fights; it's just about trying to end end things from continuing to happen, right? And yeah. In that case, uh, Mo getting hit all those times. I mean, that if we don't do anything, then we're then we're accepting it, and you can't do that. Yeah. Any sport. For sure. uh, last last question for you, and we we ask this of of every guest, and it's uh, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the Battle of Alberta or the brawls. But what does the game of baseball mean to you? Oh man, it means uh, it means a lot. I mean, it's uh, I met my wife 
um, while playing winter ball in Venezuela and have a couple kids for it. And I've met uh, people from, you know, all over the world. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's experiences that you'll, you'll never get back. And lots of good memories. Um, some, you know, that you'd like to forget. <laughs> when you're on the mountain, it can be a lonely place if you're not getting it done at times. But uh, all in all, no, it's... Uh, just meeting so many different types of people and and seeing uh, you know so many different places on on this earth you know going to Australia and Colombia and Venezuela and Holland and playing all over the states I mean it's it's showed me a lot of different things and it 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 helps shape uh, you know shape who we are as far as dealing with so many different types of people in different situations and and, and trying to stay positive. Good stuff. Well, thanks so much for for joining us uh, on the podcast today, and uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll be in touch in the future as well. We've uh, uh, I know you've got a lot of uh, a lot of stories, not just the brawl one. So uh, so we'll, we'll keep in touch, and uh, I, I appreciate you uh, getting back to me. Sounds great. Talk okay. to you. Take, Take care. care. Thanks again to Reggie Rivard for joining us this week, and to Ian Wilson for putting together a great story on a fascinating chapter in Battle of Alberta history. Thanks to all of you for downloading and listening, and we'd also like to tip our caps to our Platinum supporters for all they do in helping spread the word about ADS. The Okotoks Dogs are off to a torrid start this WCBL season as they aim for a championship. For full details on their roster, tickets, and more, head to dogsbaseball.ca. And AHP Academy stands by its mantra of being devoted to driven athletes. Make sure to check them out at ahpbaseball.com. Until next time, thanks for all your support on social, online, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.